1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: Cat Noir presents The Beast of Bumpkin Manor, Episode 2, Still Night 1, by Matt Sanders and Kevin Chilvers. Meanwhile, good evening, this is the news. I'm Biscuit Crunch. A beast of terrifying supernatural proportions may or may not be on the loose, terrorizing some godforsaken rural hellhole in North Remote the beast, which cannot be named for legal reasons, has been linked to the stately home Bumpkin Manor, located in the grim village of Bleak Dismal. Little is known about the manor at this stage, other than the butler has a frightening appearance and massive eyes. Stories have begun to emerge about a possible three-night killing cycle, with tonight still being night one. We go now live to our reporter on the scene, Insert Num here, for the latest update. Insert.
1: Thanks, Biscuit! Well, it certainly is an interesting story, and I would love to be live on location to report. However, I'm still in the studio, because far more urgent and pressing news has emerged. Somewhere between 11.30 this morning and 1.30 this afternoon, someone ate my lunch. I put it in the staff fridge when I got here earlier, and it was still there when I checked. Only when I went for my lunch at half past one, it was gone. All of it. Someone had eaten it. And when I complained in the office, no one owned up. So until someone tells me who ate my lunch and reimburses me for the cost, I'm not leaving this studio. Go get your own damn story.
0: Right. Thanks, Insert. More on this ambitiously exciting report as it unfolds. The Bumpkin Manor story, I mean, not Insert's lunch. Which was delicious. I knew it! Meanwhile, we go live instead to Bumpkin Manor for the latest on-the-scene action. Earlier this evening, Kev and Matt were shown inside by the scary butler and are currently in the process of meeting some uniquely interesting people. Kev, I'm a bit overwhelmed by all the faces and voices we've had to contend with over this episode and the last one.
1: I know Matt. Being chased by that beast did not help my stress levels. At the moment, though, they're a bigger fish to fry.
0: You're right. The newsreader ate the reporter's lunch. Something needs to be done.
1: No, Matt, I mean, we need to find Lady Bumpkin, make sure she's OK, find out why she sent us the letter, what this beast business is all about, and then hopefully get paid for our trouble. We can then use the money to get the Cat bill repaired and get the hell out of North Remote Shear. <sighs> That's quite a list. I know, try to think of it this way. When everything's done and we're back at home, you can watch Night Rider again. Well, all right then, count me in. I say, was that Lady Bumpkin you said? Uh oh, more people. Relax, man, we've got this. Uh, that's right, uh, do you know her? Would that be Lady Pelican Bumpkin by any chance? Yeah, do you know her? Old oh, Pelly, you mean? Yes, do you know uh, I should say so, old boy. She was my sister. I'm Falcon, Falcon Bumkin, and make no mistake, I'm
0: an absolute cad. Hi, I'm Matt. This is Kev. Hello. We do a little show called Zigar. Cat Noir. Cat Noir.
1: What's a cad? Really, oh boy, you don't know. In that case, would you be kind enough to lend me some money? That won't be happening. Just tell Matt what a cad is, so we can all move on. Well, if I really must say... A cat is an absolute bounder, a scoundrel, rogue, rascal, good for nothing, cheat, swindler, fraudster, trickster, someone who, on absolutely no account, should ever be trusted with one's money. Oh, fair enough. So, can I borrow some money? Yeah, sure. How much do you need? Put it away, Matt. So, Falcon, do you live here at Bumpkin Manor? Here, in this dreary, forgotten village, lost in a rain addled wasteland. Good God, no. I live in London, old boy, Westminster. Large property, grounds, guards, tourists, that sort of thing.
0: Why have you come to Bleak Dismal then? Good question, Matt. Oh, thanks, Kev.
1: Why, for the money, of course. Isn't that why you're both here? What
0: What money? money?
1: The bumpkin family fortune, naturally. Haven't you heard? There's a terrible beast roaming the village, killing off the bumpkins one by one. Shocking. Quite. Only whilst the family numbers decrease, the likelihood of becoming so beneficiary to the entire pumpkin estate is going up for any one of us. So long as we can stay alive, that is. Kev, this man is appalling. I wholeheartedly agree, Matt. Well, I told you, old boy. I'm a complete bounder. Simply the facts of life, I'm afraid. One can't afford a lifestyle as lavish as mine without money.
0: So you're rich, then?
1: Not at all. I hide from all my debts and I drink and gamble every penny I earn. And now, since my current source of funds have become depleted, I find myself here, in this decrepit manner, waiting for my siblings to cark it so I can pocket the fortune, pay back my pawnbroker and retrieve my Bentley. I think it's worth
0: saying again, Matt, this guy is really, really appalling. You're telling me. I was going to lend him money as well.
1: Well, of course I'm appalling. We all are. The whole blooming bumpkin lot of us. Take her over there by the fire, for instance. (laughs) The lady quietly reading a book? She's no lady... That's my other sister, Emu, thoroughly horrid. Buried 15 husbands, spent all their money. No one's brave enough to try for number 16. I think she can probably hear us. I should hope so. Oh, Emu dear, I'm telling our new guests how thoroughly horrid you are.
2: I'm not talking to your Falcon. Kindly leave me alone. You see, she doesn't
1: care. I say, Emu, shall I tell them that you're only here for the money too? That you only came here after the killing started, but before that, no one had heard a blasted thing from you for over 35 years?
2: The only response I shall be dignifying you as Falcon Bumpkin is this one. Now leave me to my reading.
1: There you have it, old boy. We're all utterly odious, every blessed Bumpkin. Oh, Kev, that Pong's travelled. Give it a moment, Matt, it'll pass. So... You. What about the couple of a sofa? Who are they? Yes. I've got my eye on those two as well. Hello. Lovely to be here. <laughs> Hello. You see? They're not actual blue-black bumpkins, oh boy. In fact, they're faux-bumpkins.
0: Faux-bumpkins? Faux-bumpkins. 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 Faux-bumpkins?
1: Faux-bumpkins. Faux what exactly Hello. does that mean? It means they're on the fringe of the family, oh boy. Their name's literally hyphenated. Not a true bumpkin at all.
0: Oh. Are you two here for the money as well, then? Actually, that's a fair question. Are you? Oh, yes. Not many of your originals left to go now.
1: (laughs) Soon we'll be able to buy a cruise ship and go on a cruise. (laughs) And you think the rest of us are bad? These two are a complete pair of scallywags.
0: So you're Falcon Bumpkin, she's Emu Bumpkin, and they're the Faux Bumpkins.
1: Correct, old boy. Robin!
0: Booby! Lovely to be here. Wonderful
1: meet you. That's a lot of
0: bumpkins, Kev. That is a lot of bumpkins, Matt. And I'm Gormless. <laughs> Where did you
1: suddenly appear from?
0: I'm the maid, sir. I'm always nearby. Are you a bumpkin too, Gormless? No, sir. I've only been working here the three months, and in my time so far, I must say I've seen nothing but tragedy. It's been absolutely heartbreaking.
1: It really has. Any chance of a drink, old girl?
0: Of course, sir. That's my job. It's what I do. I fetch things and I carry things and I cook things and I clean things and I feed things and I mend things and I cobble things and I rake things and I hope I get them all done in the right order. Yes. So my drink? Of course, sir. I can fix that for you now.
1: And yet you're still standing there.
0: Gormless, I thought Bumpkin Manor was tended by a scary butler with massive eyes. That's Bodkin of Bumpkin, sir. He's the butler. I'm the maid. I darn things and I bake things and
1: I sweep Sorry. things. And Where's Bodkin of Bumpkin now, Gormless?
0: He's had to go into the village on some errands, sir. For the master. Has mm. he indeed? And with the beast outside, too. I know, sir. It's been positively shocking what's happened here of late. What with all the savage, brutal killings and slayings. It's put me right off wanting to grow things and tend things and nurture things.
1: Come <laughs> it, woman, where's my drink? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Who's that? That, oh, boy, is Lord Kingfisher Bumpkin himself. The biggest bumpkin of the lot of us. Widower to my late dear sister Pelican. Hang on late sister. Yes, oh boy. I'm afraid she's quite dead. Someone in this room is a werewolf. You see? More bumpkin than the rest of us put together. <laughs> Ew, I... Who the hell are you
0: two? Oh, hi. I'm Matt. This is Kev. Hello. We do a little show called Lap
1: Bar. Cat Noir. Cat Noir. How dare you descend upon Bumpkin Manor in such an abrupt and unsolicited fashion. And so quickly after the passing of my beloved wife, Pelican. Yeah, I think
0: we've just learned about that. Hang on. You're Lord Kingfisher Bumpkin.
1: Indeed I am. What of
0: it. Oh, cool. Kev was doing your dead wife's voice on the way up here whilst reading the letter.
1: And she sounded exactly like you. What? Thanks for that, Matt. Uh, Look, we received this letter. Letter, letter, what letter? Show him, Kev. Here, what's this? Dear Kevin, Matt. uh, Gravest urgency, uh, bumpkin manner, uh, terrible curse, supernatural proportions. Every second that passes, I fear, may be my last. Oh, my poor dark pelican. I'm afraid you're too late, gentlemen. Yeah, we just figured that out. My condolences. Mine too. Do you mind if I ask when she passed? It was a month ago, during the last cycle of full moon. Interesting. She said she was scared of a beast? Hang on, that
0: doesn't make sense. The letter we got was dated Tuesday.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you really bring the sound
0: effects button? That wasn't me, Kev. Oh, sorry, that's my fault. I got a new phone and it was a notification. Excuse me, i better answer this. I'm still
1: waiting on that drink. Hello, who's Uh... this? Are you a call or a text message?
0: What an interesting woman, Kev. I'll say.
1: Barking mad's more like it. Not that anyone
2: would care, but I too am retiring for the night. I have grown weary of such tedious company and would prefer to be alone. Good night, Neil. I can only hope that when I wake in the morning, the rest of you will be dead and I will be substantially better off.
1: Hey, be choking his sleep, old girl.
2: <laughs> I'll leave that with you, Falcon. Good night. Hello. Oh, Kev, that's worse than the others.
1: You're telling me... I only smell loss and regret. And from where I'm standing, old oh boy, it stinks. I've simply got to get out of this room and find something to drink. Take the third bumpkins, would you, Falcon? I wish to speak with Kevin Matt alone. Ugh.
2: Really? Yes, yeah, splendid. Why are you talking to us at last?
1: How positively Wonderful. <laughs> you see, they really are absolute idiots, even by bumpkin standards. Boobie. Please, Falcon. I have matters to discuss. Oh, very well. Come on, faux bumpkins, you're coming with me. I'm going to find you both a nice empty room to sit in so you can wallow in your mutual ineffectiveness. Yeah, what fun! (laughs) Yes, yes, come along. I can only hope the faux bumpkins are the next to die. And there's something jolly to think about. Goodbye all. Lord Kingfisher, why did you say someone in the room's a werewolf? Gentlemen, I should have paid far more attention to my wife. For you see, only three months ago, my father was killed slain in the most dreadful fashion. Yuck. Double yuck. It was during the night of the full moon. Interesting.
0: Double interesting.
1: Was anyone else killed? Yes, gentlemen, I'm afraid so. On the second night of the moon, Auntie Penguin Bumpkin was slaughtered in much the same way, and on the night of the third, it was dear old Nana Bumpkin, the oldest of all the bumpkins. She was carved up like a turtle. How horrid. Dreadful. My dear wife, Pelican, became convinced it was the work of a beast. She said she'd snipped herself with her own eyes, hulking and She believed it would only come out at the full moon. That's why no trace of the killer could be found. She grew into something of a panic about it, and I believe that's why she wrote to you too. I just wish I'd been more supportive instead of having her psychiatrically evaluated. What happened next? Come last month, I'm afraid, she was a nervous wreck, petrified of the moon. And on the first night it became full, she was slainty in the same manner as the ones before. Other bodies followed over the second and third night. More bumpkins, bumpkins, bumpkins. The killing stopped only when the full moon ended. This is a really dark episode, Kevin. Yeah, doesn't explain how Lady Pelican sent us a letter after she died, though. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about, gentlemen. For you see, I know my wife's handwriting. And this was not written by her fair hand. That's The
0: plot thickens, Kev. Well, what do you two suppose it could all mean? Hard to say. I mean, why would someone forge a letter to me and Kev if only you bumpkins are getting knocked off? Oh, no offence, Lord Kingfisher.
1: None taken.
0: Lord Kingfisher,
1: do you believe the beast exists? I didn't before. Not until poor Pelican. And now... Now I believe that someone in this house can change into a werewolf during the cycle of a full moon. And I believe they're doing it to kill off us bumpkins... One by one.
0: Diabolical.
1: Have you seen the beast yourself? I have not. Have you? Unfortunately, we have. Haven't we, Matt?
0: Yeah, it chased us earlier. Right into the grounds here.
1: I think you may have walked into the lion's mouth, gentlemen. Because tonight, and for the next three nights, I think we are all in very grave danger. What the hell was that? Unless I'm very much mistaken, Lord Kingfisher... think that was the beast. Yep, sounds
0: like it to me, Kev.
1: Good God, I think it's in the house. Uh, Kev? Lord Kingfisher, are you armed? I have this old shotgun on the display stand. Is it loaded? Of course it is, man. I'm a bumpkin.
0: Listen, Kev, I think it's gone.
1: Maybe, but I think you and me should stand behind Lord Kingfisher while he goes to check, and I think I'm going to stand way behind you. Good idea, Kev
0: my goodness! Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear!
1: Whatever's this, Gorblous?
0: Oh Lord Bumpkin, sir! I'm afraid it's terrible news!
1: What's wrong? What's happened?
0: It's the folk, Bumpkin, sir! They've been murdered! Butchered! Oh, there's bits of them all over the room, sir! On the floor, on the curtains, on the walls! There's even bits of them hanging off the chandelier. I'm all terribly shaken up. I don't expect I'll cook stew for weeks.
1: And the beast, is it still here?
0: Gone, sir. Out the window and run off into the night.
1: Where's everyone else?
0: I think Master Falcon has gone to bed, sir. And when I came running past Miss Emu's room to find out what all the noise was down here, I heard someone breaking wind.
1: And where's Bodkin of Bumpkin, the butler?
0: I think he's still away in the village, sir. On business. Hmm.
1: That should all simply will not do. I think it's high time we called... the police.
0: <gasps> Heavens to fancy what a world!
1: You've been listening to The Beast of Bumpkin Manor, episode two, Still Night One. Written, produced, recorded and edited by Matt Saunders and Kevin Chilvers. Promotional material by Laurie Stone... And if you enjoyed this episode, then remember to give us a like, subscribe, and review wherever you heard us. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Cat Noir Podcast. Join us again in a fortnight for episode three of this terrifying four-part miniseries. Bye.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?